Hey guys, before we get into the episode, it blows my mind that we're launching another podcast. And this time, I actually want to feature you guys as a guest. Now, if you're a six-figure entrepreneur who has your own podcast and you listen to the show, I actually want to interview you on our brand new podcast, which is called Six Figure Podcast Rebels. You just need to go to www.top100interview.com and you can apply to get featured. All right, guys, back to the show. Yeah. And we want it to be the best too. So, you know, how many times have you been in front of a camera recording something you had to do it over or you messed up or, you know, you, <laughs> you cough or something and you have to go back and go through all these editing. And Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror and thought, wow, I really thought I'd be further ahead by now. If so, you are not alone. I've spent the last two years traveling the globe looking for the answers. The problem is, it's fear of failure that was holding me and so many of you back. I realized that no one was telling the real story of entrepreneurship. So I flew to the US, decided to face my fear and go all out to build my million dollar business completely from scratch. But the real question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our online tribe and share the internet's top marketing secrets. My name is Jamie Atkinson and this is the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement. What's going on, Entrepreneur Junkies? Welcome back to the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement Podcast. You're here with me, Jamie Atkinson, and today I have another amazing guest on the show. Today I'm really excited because the guy that I've got coming on the show today, he's a high-ticket closer who's done more than $5 million in sales. He's a master of strategy sessions, and one of the most impressive parts is he actually did over a million dollars in sales in two back-to-back weekends. He's here to teach you to turn more prospects into paying customers using his present pitch and profit method. My press, my my guest today is Preston Ron. How's it going, Preston? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you doing today? Man, I'm super fired up and, and I'm really excited <laughs> because uh, I actually just did a sales presentation yesterday uh, for a brand new product that we're launching. And there's some stuff that I really liked, but yeah. I'm guessing that you're going to provide some tons of value today and I'm going to kick myself and say, oh, I should have done this interview 20 minutes before <laughs> I did that sales call. <laughs> but yeah, I'm super excited. So I've, exactly, I've Jamie. It. You should have listened to, you should, you should have done that before uh, or after the, the call here. So That's okay, man. I've, I've got until Sunday till the cart closes so I can still, I can always jump back on and do some more, do some more stuff once I learn from the master. So that's going to be totally cool. So perfect, Preston, perfect. <laughs> I'm super excited to talk to you. Um, I've got a ton of questions that I want to dig in, but just before we get into that, there's going to be a couple of people who are listening to this show right now who, you know, don't maybe know about your story and where you've come from. So can you just tell and share a little bit about your backstory with the audience? Yeah. So, um, I mean, I'm a native Floridian and I uh, stayed here until I graduated high school, went out to Colorado and that's kind of where I got into doing, I've always been into sales, but that's kind of like where I got into doing the high end sales. Um, my grandfather was like a hustler. Like this guy would go to the airports and he would paint, um, paintings in front of the, the, uh, airports, wait for the pilots to come and sell them on, uh, 
the, the paintings. So I got to go up, uh, grow up with that. And I guess just, you know, sales were in my blood. So, um, and then I got into doing high ticket sales. I actually worked at a sales training uh, company for a year and a half. And then I went to an event one day and I was like, you know, as an entrepreneur, I was, I was like, man, I can do this on my own. So I left uh, the sales training company. I went out to this event and uh, I presented myself as a sales trainer and so the guy putting the event on you know long story short the guy was like hey you can use your sales skills to sell uh, I want a $2,500 coaching program can you get like 20 to 25 people in if I give you these applications and I was like okay so I did that and then one of the speakers on stage heard about you know how I had done that he said hey I've got a $5,000 package if I give you the leads can you do that for me I said sure and so it kind of went on. He said, Hey, you know, I have a client that is putting an event on. They have a ten twenty thousand dollar package. I think you'd be perfect for it. You want to do that. So I was like the first person to get a sale, a ten thousand dollar sale on that event. A first person to do a twenty thousand dollar sale. I was the first person to do a twenty thousand dollar paid in full. And I wasn't even on the team. I just kind of joined, you know. So that went on to $50,000 package and I started selling um, $100,000, $200,000 packages. Um, I even sold for people like Sharon Lecter. She's the CEO of Rich Dad, Poor Dad for 10 years. Um, Deepak Chopra, uh, some big name people. So um, I've seen a lot of funnels from the back end and uh, that's kind of my story. I kind of went through uh, just, you know, seeing how these people do all their, their high end sales from the back end and, you know, that's really how, you know, I got to the level that I, I got to is, you know, I didn't see all this stuff from the front end, sitting in an audience, learning from them. Like I got to work with these people. I got to go in the back end. I got to see how they build these things. I got to sit in the, you know, the meetings with all these people. I got to put my, you know, get my input in there and say, Hey, I think we should do this, do this. And I came up with, you know, these, these little like methods, these little things that you do. And it came out to this, um, present pitch profit method and that's essentially what I teach people to do is how to present your message how to pitch it at the right time to the right people and how to profit from that how to profit from your message and I know this also goes Jamie to back to your whole thing about creating a movement and so that's the other thing that kind of leads into is that I really don't look at myself as a salesperson I look at myself as and I'm inspiring people to you know, to do something bigger with their life, to, to take action, to empower and create an impact in, you know, in their life and in their life of their clients and, you know, just change, change the world, you know, one person at a time, but I do it through sales. That's how my, my whole thing is. Yeah, I find that actually really interesting. And I definitely want to dig a little bit deeper onto uh, your methods and, and the tips that you've got to share with us about the present pitch yeah. and, and profit. But what I really want to dig into as well is actually just what you were just saying, because I feel like, and I don't know if you experienced this, Preston, but I feel like there's a lot of animosity towards sales. I think a lot of people think <laughs> sales is a dirty word and uh, yeah. people don't like it. But, but actually, you know, I, I come from a sales background and I love sales. And, and I think that sales is so important. And I think salespeople really do change people's lives in a lot of ways. Um, but is there a certain element of you think that when, when, when with what you're doing right now, Preston, because you are helping certain types of people and you're selling these, you know, these life transforming packages, do you think that's a big factor in, in helping you kind of feel like you're, you're really helping people one person at a time? Well, I mean, it, it is because, you know, like 
we are doing kind of the opposite of the, you know, sell one to many is, you know, people are like sell a lower priced item and get more people into it, which is okay. But I, th I think that when you are like doing what we're doing right now is actually talking to somebody and I can dig deep into your business. We can sit down and I can ask questions and we can come up with a strategy that is a lot better. You're going to get a lot more results and um, you're going to, you know, be able to create more impact in the world faster. Um, I believe that way because a lot of, a lot of times like in the mass, you know, when you're in a group coaching or something like that, you don't get the individual attention. And so I don't know. I think that the, the high end program, um, it, it's, it's more beneficial, you know, you serve for, and, and for us as a coach, you know, and consultant, we're actually serving our clients at a higher level. So we are, you know, everybody's always like, Oh, you know, I'm tired of working with these people that don't have money and done and that. Well, that's why we, we do this. We have high end program, 10, 20, 50, hundred thousand dollars. And it weeds out those people that, you know, don't really have the money. And like the people that don't really have the money are usually the ones that are always the problem people, the ones that take up most of your time. So I know it's, it's kind of hard, like, especially when you're doing, uh, you know, coaching and presenting these, especially at a high level, right? Like $10,000 package might be your first time ever, you know, offering a $10,000 package. You might, you know, want to go down and say, well, I'll just offer it to you at five grand or, Hey, you know, let's, you know, let's just do it at, you know, you know, keep knocking it down. Well, how about two grand or whatever? And it's hard. You got to just kind of stick with your guns and, you know, sometimes telling people no, <laughs> you know, because they don't have the, the I mean, we want to work with people and help them, but that's the other thing too, is, you know, you got to realize there's buyer at every level and you get to, you know, you get to choose which level you, you want to be at. So. I think that's really interesting because essentially what you're saying there is, is that you value, you're valuing yourself because you know that you can deliver a better result because it's more one-to-one, -one. you can charge more yeah. because the results are going to be higher. Um, and at the same time, you know, those people who pay, they pay attention. They're actually going to implement what you do and they're not going to be those kind of problem customers. So that's, that's pretty insightful. Yeah. And, uh, and man, now, I love this. Now don't get me wrong. I, now don't get me wrong. I'll offer like fast action scholarships and stuff, you know, but like, that's also to weed out the people too, because the people that can make a really quick decision, those are also the people that are going to get the best results. Mm -hmm. Those are the action takers, right? Yeah. No, I love that so much. And, uh, and something that I, I I'm really, <laughs> I'm kind of dying to dig into, uh, the tips and tricks behind it, but I'm also kind of interested in <laughs> kind of your story because, you know, a big thing about what, um, a lot of people who are listening to the show, it, you know, it's about movements and it's about creating movements. And I think a lot of people feel like when they, when they go into entrepreneurship, they feel like they have to create something. They feel like they have to be a pioneer, but I've actually met a lot of people who yeah. have these amazing businesses in high ticket sales where they never really create a product all they're doing is they're partnering with other people who are you know the creatives and they go and sell their own products as high ticket so can you just tell us a yeah. little bit more Preston about you know taking that route and, and some of the benefits and your experience of it well like uh, so like what uh, selling other people's stuff yeah like like the whole idea behind uh, high ticket you know selling and the fact that you don't yeah. necessarily have to start off selling your own thing yeah. So look, I'm, I'm the type of, I'm a strategist, right? And I know everything about how to create a funnel, you know, how to do all this stuff. 
but I'm not the doer. I'm not, I, I mean, like I've sat down and I've learned, you know, gone through courses on how to do Facebook ads and how to build, you know, this and how to do that and put your webinar together. And man, it's tough. <laughs> it's tough doing all that stuff. So, you know, and then just, th and you know what it's like, you just said you're coming out with a new course, right? Like how long did it come, did it take you to like think up the idea and then put the people together and put all the resources together and put it together. And, you know, people don't realize all the work that goes on into that stuff. And it's a, it's a you know, we want it to, be, yeah. And we want it to be the best too. So, you know, how many times have you been in front of a camera recording? something you had to do it over or you messed up or you know you, you cough or something and you have to go back and go through all these editing and you know so it's so tough to do all that and just to think I mean I've been before where I had this killer idea I start mapping it out and then I'm just like okay and then I create another map like another mind map and I start mapping like all right well I can do this and I'm like I already did that it's the same like I've already got I can map I'm the perfect I can map out anything right but now putting it into the action so that's the thing is if you can go and sell somebody else's stuff like how cool is that like you are coming in and you don't have to take care of all that stuff like I don't have to think of the idea I don't have to put it into you know, motion. I have to record all the videos. I don't have to, you know, set up all this landing pages and, you know, do the graphics and do all this stuff. Right. Like all I have to do is just come in and say, do you have any leads for me? Like, I don't even have to generate my own leads. Like that's the <laughs> thing is I find people that have, you know, pro and, 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 and don't get me wrong. Like I don't discriminate. Like I've sold people that you know, like people come to me, they go, Hey, I've got a $1,500 package you know, and I'm like, okay, cool. I'll sell like 10 of these things a day. Right. But it's the same thing is like, <laughs> we take a strategy session. It's like an hour long the person doesn't have any money. And then, you know, and I'm like, Man, I would much rather sell a $10,000 package and go through the same thing. Like, Oh, I don't have the money. And you know, that I go through the same. But when somebody says yes, you know, I'm making, you know, two grand instead of $200. <laughs> so I can afford, you know, to, um, to have more people say no on a high end, high end offer. And that's the other thing too, is like your margins are so much higher too. So like if you're working with people that have high end programs, they're, they're able to pay you those fees. Like, you know, the 15, 20, 30% on, um, you know, the commissions that we make. So that's the other thing too, is when you're selling somebody else's high end program is a, you don't have to like come up and with the idea and, you know, put it all together. But, you know, they have enough room in there so that they can generate the leads for you, give you leads that you don't have to go out and, you know, do all this work. So, you know, I look at it as like on, on average, I take, take a, a 20%, um, you know, fee for the, on gross for whatever I sell. So, you know, if I'm selling a $10,000 package, uh, I will, you know, get two grand of it. So, um, there's a lot of, margin in that right and obviously if i sell a hundred thousand dollar package then i make 20 grand you know or if it you know accumulates to a hundred thousand dollars and make 20 grand so and then this is the other thing too i was tell people i was like you could literally work part-time doing this for somebody else making your own schedule and make six figures you know and um so that, you know, I think that's one of the cool things too, is like, it's, it's like people I see in click funnels and all these different, you know, sites are like, you know, what, what's the fastest way that you could go out and make, you know, five grand or 10 grand if you needed to make something this, this month. 
And I always say the same thing. I'd go find somebody that's a high end program. I'd go ask them if they've got leads and I would ask them, you know, to, to throw me five or 10 leads and see what I can do with it. And it's pay and performance. So, you know, yeah, I mean, if they are, you know, they are spending money on that stuff, but if, you know, you have a, a good way to, you know, approach them and say, Hey, you know, you're confident about it and say, Hey, you know, I'm confident that I can sell these leads for you. Now, obviously if you're stuck at sales, then, you're going to, you're going to piss a lot of people off, but you're going to have a hard time. I mean, that's essentially how I did it. That's essentially how I did it. I, the guy came to me and said, I got 40 applications. Do you think you can, you can do this? I mean, shit. When I even went into the, the, uh, sales coaching company, same thing, they would give me leads and you get practice that way. Like people giving you leads and you just better make sure that you can close them. Cause if you can't close them, then, you know, people aren't going to refer you. They're not going to pay you the, and you're not, you're not going to get making the big bucks. So <laughs> you got to be able to like follow through and give, you know, give results, you know, and the same, same thing on anything, right? Like, um, we want our clients to get results, right? We want, uh, we want to create results. So, yeah, I think there's something interesting as well about when you're a closer for somebody, you literally, every time you have success are making them a lot of money. And as much as you're paying yourself, you're paying them as well. And you know, you're the, you're the yeah. gateway between, you know, the pay being created. So, you know, for somebody that, and to be honest with you, Preston, you know, I, I always found as well that when I did more sales, the more frequently I was on the phone or the more frequently I was speaking to people, the better I got at it. And uh, yeah, but there are a lot of creative people out there who have amazing products who just aren't that great salespeople and they need yeah. a person to kind of go in and help them out. And a lot of people don't even realize the power that of this, that of what this can do for your business. Because, you know, if you can generate leads for a reasonable cost and it's a high ticket offer and you've got a guy that can close them for you, man, you got a permission yeah. to print money there. Like that's insane. As long as you can deliver on that product on the back end, you know? Yeah. And then you as the expert too, or, or the expert, you know, now, I mean, it's a progression. So usually, you know, you become an expert, so you have to take the calls yourself, but then you get to a point where you're like, well, I'm getting busy and I can't, you know, service my clients and still do these calls, you know, like events are a great thing to think about. Like think about if you do, like if you have an expert and they have a three day event, well, typically they don't have a, a big enough team. So a lot of times what happens is, is that they have to actually shut down. Like the salesperson has to go to the event and sell, you know, at the event. So they're not taking leads, you know, during that time, like they normally would during on the phone strategy session comes in and it's on their calendar. They have to shut that time down. So sometimes people just need, need more manpower, you know, but here's the other thing is like, I hear it all the time. People are out, they're like, I went out to this place. I tried to find a salesperson. I went to this place to try to find a salesperson. And that's the thing. High ticket sales is not just about hiring a salesperson. It's not just going out to, you know, LinkedIn and putting out, you know, looking at resumes. I mean, even going through, you know, like there's, there's other people that have, you know, sales training programs, high ticket closers, uh, sales training programs. And just because you go through a, you know, a program and it, you call yourself a high ticket closer, you know, you go through an eight week program, pay 2,500 bucks, you get some certificate, you know, certification as a high ticket closer. That doesn't mean you're a high ticket closer. And I talked to so many people that are like, man, I've talked to so many people that have gone through this, you know, high ticket closer program and they don't have any experience. You know, they might've gone through a course, but you know, I ask them like how many $10,000 packages have you sold? And they, 
can't answer that. <laughs> you know, it's it's so, like the uh, it's like the MBA of the <laughs> online world where people have no real life experience in a business, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so you know, it's it's like um, I read a book, now I'm an expert, right? No, you're not. <laughs> you need some, you need to put some hours in, you know, and you got to go out and fail, and you know, take some output. I mean, look, out of those five million dollars uh, that I've sold. I mean, I've done over 5,000 enrollment conversations. Do you know how many no's I heard out of 1,000? And, and especially early on in my career, you know how many no's I heard early on versus like now later that I you know, have a more defined sales process. So that's the thing too is you're going to fail. <laughs> you're going to fail a lot. And, you know, these people that are like, oh, I closed eight out of 10 or, you know, a hundred percent of my, my deals closed. Like that's total bull. Like if you have like people get on the conversation and like, it's very rarely that they're like a hundred percent sold, you know? So people are always going to have the same objections. You know, there's about five of them that I've kind of come up with over the, the years of selling. But I mean, the main two are, I don't have the time and I don't have the money, you know? And if you're presenting somebody with a $10,000 package, um, you know, $50,000, $100,000 package, I mean, that's a, that's a car payment or a, or a whole car or a down payment on a house you know, or a whole house. <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> so, and it, I don't know. And you also have to get, like, my parents are always like, how do you just talk about like millions of dollars? Like, oh, you know, I sold $5 million here and I got a hundred thousand dollar package here. And, you know, I sold 10 of these things and we got a million dollars in sales. And um, that's what you got to do. Like in high ticket sales, you can't, you know, you can't, um, you know, put yourself, you can't put your, like your thoughts and fears into the prospects, um, you know, into your conversation with the prospect because um, you don't know how much money they have, you know, just because 10,000 is, it may seem a lot to you or you don't have 10,000 in your bank to go, you know, drop on a coach uh, doesn't mean that, you know, the person on the other end is that way as well. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really fascinated because I'm so, I love sales and, and this conversation, I could just talk all day about this stuff. And uh, <laughs> one thing that I, I'm really interested in, Preston, is that when you got started, um, what was the kind of transition period when you went from kind of doing sales for other people to suddenly building your own movement in your own company? Um, I just got tired of, I mean, look, when, you know, you kind of mentioned earlier, like, oh, you would think that like, you know, it's awesome because you're making some money, but you're making the expert a lot more money. It's weird. Like people, I don't know. Like, I, I guess there's some sort of fear on their end as well. Like when they're, you know, writing you ten, twenty thousand $20,000 checks, or, you know, depositing them in your bank account. Uh, a lot of times these people, you know, they look at it, they're like, Oh my God, I'm paying my salesperson $20,000 on this one deal. And I'm paying them 30, 40, $50,000 this month. I don't know. Sometimes, uh, they get uh, cold feet or whatever. So I've been through a lot of a uh, lot of people. I've sold a lot of stuff for people, and I've had people like bail on me. I've had people not pay me. So those are some things that you gotta kind of realize out there as well when you're doing that. Is that um, you're not an employee. You're 1099. They're not really tied to you. They could, you know, literally. Uh, you know, cut you off at any time. Um, I've had times where Facebook accounts go down. So literally I wake up and I'm used to having my calendar full. I mean, I, I could show you 
my whole, like a whole week, you know, like this months of just weeks, just completely full from 9am to 9pm. Sometimes I, I was working for multiple people and I would take on calls from 9am to like midnight. Sometimes we're taking calls all over the world, right? Like you, you and I are in different parts of the world. So I have clients in Australia, you know, sometimes you have to get up at two in the morning to do a sales call, you know, and, um, but you know, so that's one side of it is like the dishonesty of people just bailing on you. I mean, that's the other thing is you don't want to rely on somebody else to pay your income, you know? So yeah, at one side, it's nice because you don't have to do all the work and you know, you can make your own schedule, but at the other side of it is that you know like like one of my guys facebook account got shut down so i woke up and like literally for a month like there was no ads coming in there was no leads i was like okay <laughs> so what do i do right? <laughs> what do i do now yeah like, to this guy. Know, like, I to, watching, to... binge watching game of thrones like nothing else to do <laughs> yeah. so sometimes like we do things on the side like i um, a few years ago, I don't do it anymore, but when I was, uh, doing some stuff like that, I got, I did Uber, you know? So like, sometimes you only have two calls on the day and like one's in the morning and one's in the afternoon and then the afternoon cancels. So now you have the whole day to do, so you're like, what the hell am I going to do? So, I mean, that's the other thing is like, well, what am I going to do? Right. So now I have my own thing. Then I, you know, that's kind of the, the transition was like, well, you know, I don't want to rely on them for their leads and I don't want to have to do this and do that. And, you know, I'd much rather focus on you know, my own clients and my own business. And um, there's a lot of people out there that, you know, that have gone through different sales training programs. And, and, you know, for, for me, my, my whole thing is like heart centered. Like I really want to focus on, you know, selling from the heart. Like I, I sell, I teach people how to sell without pressure, without manipulation or being pushy. And I think that's important because there's a lot of people out there, people out there that, you know, they kind of use the, the bullying technique and, you know, being aggressive with people. And, you know, I'm, I'm all about challenging somebody to do something and stepping out of their comfort zone and going big, but there's a way to do it, you know, and there's a way, like I had a guy the other day, I sold him a program, several thousand dollars. I, had, I upgraded him. He sent me a message back. I was reading. It. I didn't want to post the thing on Facebook because it almost sounded like I coached the guy. I was reading, reading back what he wrote. And he, he said the same thing. He goes, Preston, I really, you know, I really appreciate your non-salesy, you put that in quotes, non-salesy, um, you know, no pressure uh, approach. And I was thinking, I was like, man, these are like the words that I use. Like if I post this, people would think like, it was like, <laughs> He's oh, hey, just say this. Like, yeah, it's like I, I wrote it out for him and he did. And I was like, you know, so, but that's the funny thing about it is like when you do it this way, people like you're not selling them. Like, that's the thing is like, like it's the difference between going, I feel like I got sold a $30,000 program versus my God. Like I, I'm so happy that I got to invest into that $30,000 program. And there's a difference when somebody is sold into something, they feel like, you know, that they just were sold so that, you know, that person can make a commission versus, Hey, we can, you know, I'm your trusted advisor. Like I can really see that, you know, you're at this place that you don't want to be anymore. You know, you went through this presentation, like a, you know, a, a webinar. We just talked for an hour about how you don't want to be at the place that you're at anymore. And we have a solution that can help you get through there. And yeah, it's 10 grand or 20 grand or 50 or hundred grand, but how can I ethically now let you walk away and turn around and go back to the life that you just told me that you don't want 
right? So that's the difference, right? So that's the challenge right there. If I can, as a trusted advisor, see that in my client, now I can go through and be like, okay, well, look, I understand that this is a lot of money, you know, uh, but we have track results and we have this, we've done this with these people and, and we can help that, you know, with you, you're the only variable, right? So you have to do something different. Like you can keep continuing to do the same things over and over again, but you're going to get the same results. And now you have an opportunity to do something different. And yeah, there's an investment into it, but that's the thing. It's an investment. It's not a cost. And if you look at it as this is an expense or a cost, then yeah, you're not going to do the work. And I don't want you in the program if that's, you know, the way, and you're never going to, it could be the next person, the next person, next coach, next coach, and you're not going to get the help that you need. But, you know, and I don't need you to be a hundred percent in just 80%. That's all it is. The 80, 20 rule. Like that's everything that we do. Just 80% in like 20%. That's okay. You have your doubts. That's okay that you're scared that you're investing this money, but you know what? I'm, I'm your trusted advisor, right? Like you trust in, you trust us, right? Like you can only trust yourself so far, but that's why you're investing into us because your way isn't working. You can't keep investing into your, your way. Yeah. It's a lot lower of an investment financially, but look at where you're at. You're on the other end of the call talking to me for help. Mm -hmm. There'll be, a, there'll be a lot of people on this right now who are nodding and going, yep, yep, sell me Preston. I'm in, let's go, let's do the program. <laughs> but that's I the thing. And I would be at that point, that's the thing too, is like, you know, a lot of salespeople then go, okay, you're buying signal. Let me sit in there. I go, no, wait a minute. I push back. I say like, wait a minute, this isn't for everybody though. Right? Like I want to make sure that this is a good fit. Like the people that are the most successful with this program are the people that, you know, they're, these are like my success stories. And a, the best success story for me is somebody who's an action taker, who's ready you know, to take action now, who's committed to taking action. I was tired of the results they've been getting and they want to make a change and a transformation in their life now. So Jamie, let me ask you, is that you? Are you the type of person that's an action taker, that's tired of the results you've been getting and ready to make a change and a transformation in your life right now? For me, absolutely. I'm big on action. You get yeah, shit done. and I agree with you. After this whole conversation that we just had, you told me all this crap about your life, where you don't want to be. I agree with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. So, Preston, this is this is really cool and really fun. I want to dig a little bit deeper into some of the actionable stuff, and um, yeah. and also, you know, this just this is just something that came across my mind. Like, and, and you might not be the the best person to answer this, but I feel like you've probably got a pretty good understanding when it comes to you know an entrepreneur right now, and maybe they're comfortable selling a $500 product or a $1,000 product. What, what is really the difference from going from that point to then selling a 10 or a $15,000 product? Like, what is the difference? What's it important to focus on in, in a high ticket offer, do you think? Well, I mean, that's two different questions. What's to focus on a high ticket offer or why is somebody, you know, like, how is the transition going from a 500 to, you know, a $10,000 package? Those are two totally different things. So your offer is one thing. Yeah, you have to have a kick-ass offer, but you can't just come out and be like, oh, I've been selling, you know, a thousand dollar package. I'm just going to offer it for 10 grand now. You have to kind of rework the whole offer, right? Like you have to have value. So it's not necessarily like people aren't really buying your time, right? So it's not like, hey, I'm going to, you know, put this program together. It's eight hours, you know, it's an eight week program, one hour each week and it's eight hours. So my time's, you know, thousand dollars an hour. So I'll charge $8,000. Right. It doesn't really work like that. It's, you know, what's the value that the person's going to get out of it. Right. So 
yeah, it might be charging you 10, 20, 50, or $100,000, but like, what's the, the end result, right? So like, if it's a relationship person, right? Like these people, um, maybe they're very successful at their business and they just can't find, you know, a, a partner. They can't find a, you know, a, a lover, right? So what's that worth? You know, is it worth just a few hundred bucks? for them to sit down and talk with you or are you changing their complete life? You know, are you giving them something that like they, you know, can't find anywhere else that, you know, they've been searching for their whole life and you have the solution for that. Or if it's not even the solution to the whole, the whole problem, it's at least a step in the right direction. Like that's the other thing too. I hear people all the time. They're like, Oh, I'm so skeptical. Like I've invested money into coaches and I got burnt and, you know, probably, probably haven't invested at like the $10,000 level or, and even if you have, you, you, there's people that still burn you at those levels. A lot of times you get burned at the lower levels too. So, <clears throat> but those are just fears that come in. And that kind of goes back to the first question is a lot of times people, they, they, they go, well, how am I going to offer a $10,000 package? I don't even have $10,000. You know, like I can never see myself investing in a $10,000 package. And that right there is the biggest problem. And that's, that's what I call the inner game versus the outer game, right? So your inner game is going to totally dictate how you do your presentation. Like, this is why I like, I always tell people, you know, like you really got to master like the in, inner game, the money, the fear, right? Like you've got to really avoid uh, stepping into that fear, and most people do it. Most salespeople do it. Um, they do it and you lose the sale even before you get on a call with somebody because you're doubting. You're like, you know, like, like, like you, um, are saying, Hey, let's go sell for somebody else. Right. So they start giving you some leads and then, you know, maybe they have an expectation. Hey, you know, like an average salesperson closes one out of five. So we're expecting you to close you know, one out of five, we're going to give you 10 leads. And if you don't close two deals, you know, it's like, you ever see the Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross He's like, yes. what's first prize, the Cadillac, right? What's second prize. It's the steak knives. What's third prize You're fired. And that's how most salespeople they get into. Like their mentality is that they're in a job. You know, and I teach people that you got to set it up as this is your business, you know, like this is your business just because they're giving you leads. But that's one of the biggest things too, is that it's your inner game. And when you go in, you know, thinking that. So like, okay, I get a few leads, right? Cool. I'm going to, I'm all excited to close these deals. And then, Hey, it's 10 grand. Sorry. I don't have that kind of money. Okay. And you go to the next call. Hey, it's 10 grand. Well, I don't have that kind of money. That's a lot of money. Okay. And then you're like, damn, man, either these leads suck or I suck. You start, start questioning it, right? Like, Hey guys, these leads suck. Like I've, I've taken five leads and not one of them closed. Um, nobody has any money. So what does the salesperson start doing? Man, like all these leads I'm getting suck. None of the people have any money. So then the next day they go, man, I hope I don't get any of those leads. Like all these people don't have any money. And then the next day they go in, they're like, oh, I don't have the money. I don't have the money. So then they're like, man, like all these leads suck. Nobody has any money. And then they, or they start questioning themselves. They go, well, maybe I suck at sales. Like maybe it's me. Right. So that's the biggest thing is you can't take it personal. You know, I've gone through times like I consider myself like one of the top salespeople in the world, but I go through times too, where I'm like, man, I, I just took 20 calls and I didn't close one deal. But then all of a sudden you get like the next five calls you'll close. So you got to look at things as they average out, but it's that inner game. You can't bring your fears into the sales conversation. And 
if you start doubting that, so like this is, you know, the first of the week, you know, is cool. You start getting to the end of the week, you haven't closed any sales, you've gone through a bunch of leads. You start questioning that those people on the other end, those, those future leads that you're getting, they're going to sense that it's a subconscious energy. And I always tell people this, you win or lose the sale before you get even on the call with somebody. So you got to eliminate all that crap. You got to like, like I wake up in the morning, I'm like, man, today's an awesome day. It's a new day. Everything's working out for me. Like you have to also like stop focusing on the need for money. Like, oh my God, I have to close the deal. I have to pay my rent. I have to pay the mortgage. I have to do this. People like, can sense it. Car. They can sense it, right? That, that yeah. feeling of that like need, right? The, the desperation. Yep. Yeah. So you got to eliminate that and you got to literally just be like, all right, I let go of the need of any having clients. I let go of the need of having money. Like what would it be like if I had all the money, if I had all the clients, like, man, that's the energy you need to tap into. And you got to like, before the call, I teach people to like take some breaths to get some oxygen flowing because most people are only breathe. They only take half breaths. So we got to take deep full breaths and just three full breaths you will get so much oxygen flowing. It'll clear your head. It will slow you down. It'll calm you down. You'll be, you know, you'll be more present. And that's the thing is you don't want to be focusing on the past, your past deals, all the shit that you got going on in the past, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wife, like clients, like money, the, the dog, like you don't need to bring all that crap in. Just let it all go. And then you don't have to worry about the future because it's not here yet. The past you can't change. The future isn't here yet. So the only thing you can focus on is what you're going to do in the moment. And in that sales conversation, what you can focus on is, man, you know what? In this conversation, I'm going to connect with somebody. I'm not here to solve them. I'm not here to get money. I'm not here to get anything. I'm just here to find out and connect with another person. That's it. That's the only... That's the only goal I have going into any conversation, sales conversation that I have, is I just want to find out a little bit more about you. Where are you now? What's going on? Because that's all logic, right? It's all factual based. Like, tell me what's going on now. It's all facts. And then I want to know where they want to be in the future. Hey, so, okay, well, it sounds like, you know, you're at this point and you want something different. So what do you want? In the next six, 12 months, 12 months, where do you want to be? Boom. Now you're creating. That's moving from logic based to creation. And then you say, well, why aren't you there? All right. And then that's where I come in. I'm the bridge between that. Why aren't you there? Well, I have this program here, you know, or the person I'm selling for, right? Hey, you know, I'm working for this guy, Jamie. <laughs> He's got this cool program. I think you'd be a perfect fit for it, you know? And that's it. You position that in there and it's not, you know, I'm not selling you anything. I'm just saying, hey, this is what we do. You just told me that you're here. This is what you want. Tell me all this stuff. Sorry. Like, you're just not a good fit. Like we help this person and I just don't think this is going to be a good fit for you. Right. For, for instance, like this is the biggest thing that I think people screw up with is they say, Hey, my program can help you whether you're a beginner or you're an expert. Eh, forget that. Like I don't want beginners, right? If we're selling a $10,000, $100,000 package, I don't want to talk to beginners. So you got to get that to the right audience. The beginners, hey, we got a beginner course, or hey, I'm going to send you to this other person. But this program is for you if you're at this level. And you can see how I'm switching it around. Like, oh, yeah, we can certainly work with you. We can get you in here. No, 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 no. This isn't for you unless you're at this level. It's like I call it the country club effect. You know what a country club is? They put a, a gate around their community, and they 
keep you out. They don't want people in. It's like the United States here. They're saying we, you know, we, we don't want borders. Everybody wants everybody wants borders. You got, you know, walls in your house. The country club effect, right? We're trying to keep you out, <laughs> right? We don't want everybody just to come in. And that's the thing is we say, oh, well, why should we open our gates? You prove to me why we should let you into this community. And I think that's one of the biggest things too, is like salespeople, they don't have that mentality. They're like, oh, I got to sell this. I got to sell this. And it's like, no, like we have this thing and we can help you, but you need to tell me why we should let you in. That's a, that's a, I call it a, a, just a, a mindset shift. And all you have to do is just shift it just a little bit as in they need you. You're the expert, not them. Yeah, They're funny. there on the other end of the call <clears throat> looking to hire you for advice. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And it's funny. And I see so many people now selling in, in an application process and, and it's right, right? It's like, Hey, tell me why you're a good fit for this program and we'll consider you for it. And, and they're trying to pay you money and, it, and it's all about trying to get the right fit. And, and the more people you push yeah. away, the actually the more refined you get and the, the better people you'll have in your program. You know, it's, it's I'm working on it right now. I've got these two guys like, um, so I take on leads part-time for a couple people. And so one of the guys that I have been taking leads on for, I've got a couple of people that have reached back out over like the last six months and they're still on the fence. Like I wrote them off. I'm like, you know, I do my sales conversation. They're not a good fit. Boom. And then like two months later, I get a message. Hey, I'm still on the fence. I'm still interested. Okay, cool. And you go back in two months later. I'm like, man, look, Either you're in or you're not, right? Like you've been on the fence for six months. The program hasn't changed. We haven't changed. You're obviously in the same spot, so you haven't changed. Like, look, you're either going to do it or you're not. Do you want to have this conversation again in two months? Because I don't, right? Like either you're in or you're not. And that's the type of person that's like, look, you've been on the fence for six months. Either do it or don't. And like, you know, say, look, don't come back anymore, right? Like you're not going to be a good, because what happens when that person goes forward? They're going to do the same thing. I told them that. I go, look, you've been wishy-washy about this whole time. What do you think is going to happen when you get into the program? Do you think that that's going to change? He's going to be wishy-washy. He's not going to show up to the calls. He's going to complain. Nothing's working out. And then, oh, it's all your fault, right? Or, you know, my fault or the, the program's fault. Like, no, that's the type of person that I'm like, look, I can see your pattern, man. Like, I'm sorry, even though you got the money, like, this isn't a good fit. Go work with somebody else. It's going to be a lot more headache working with those kind of people. Yeah. And I think it's that willingness to be, to be able to turn people away. Like there is that kind of people feel like they can't say no to money, but actually yeah. in the long game, you're going to make more money and be a lot more fulfilled if you can turn the wrong people away. Oh my God. That's like a whole conversation. That's a whole nother conversation is how to say no. <laughs> oh my God. Like, you know, how long, it's hard, like, especially as a salesperson, you want to make a sale, but it's in that power when you could, when you can, um, you know, you could say, look, I don't need your money. I don't need you. Like, I would like to work with you because I'm here. That's why we're doing this, but we're not here to find, to work with everybody. We're only, we, that's why we have marketing funnels, right? Like we don't just walk, walk down the street and pull some and go, hey, check out this offer. <laughs> no, somebody like 
is sees an ad or something goes, Oh, I'm interested. So they have to raise their hand and then they go click on something to go get, you know, like a free report or a webinar or a video. So they actually take an action to opt in Then they go through that content they consume it, they get educated. Then they get to a point like a webinar, right? It's like, Hey, this is why you're here to learn about this, this, and this. Hey, if you're interested in, you know, having us help you, here's the next step. Get on, you know, fill out this form like you were just saying, right? Like go pre-qualify, tell me about it. And, and, and then, you know, and then go through and then like, now let's have a conversation. And then it's like, yeah, like after all that stuff, now you're telling me you're going to dictate to me. Like, no, you just went through that whole thing because you're messed up. <laughs> you have all these problems <laughs> and we're the solution to the problem. So that's the switch. You know, it's not like, Oh, okay. Uh, you you want to pay this? Like, oh, you want to deposit? I mean, like, yeah, I want to work with people, but at the same time, it's like, look, you know, like you have to make a decision. And I'm gonna tell you something too. The 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 person that's paying two grand or five grand or ten grand, it's the same person. The person that um, you know, like, oh, five grand, like seventy five hundred. Like I, I did the other the, the other day. I'm selling a seventy five hundred dollar package, um, kind of like our low end package. The next one up's like thirty five grand. We're actually doubling the price on that one. But um, I'm like, look, it's seventy five hundred. Like it's normally ten thousand dollars. I'm giving you a twenty five hundred dollar scholarship. Can you give me any more discount on that? I'm like, no, man. First of all, I don't discount it. I'm scholarshiping you twenty five hundred dollars. You know, like in school, like when you get a, you know, apply for a loan, the school gives you a scholarship, right? So that's better than a discount. But I'm already giving you $2,500. Now he's trying to negotiate down further. Yeah, I probably could have, you know, sold it, you know, but I stick to my guns and I say, you know what? No, either you pay the $7,500 or you don't get in. Or you can wait and you can pay, you know, $10,000 tomorrow. Um, and, you know, sometimes we have to, just say, you know what, I'm willing to, to lose that sale. And, and that's, and, and here's the fun thing about it. You're saying sales is fun. That is the fun part about sales right there. It's that moment right there when you're like, you go through the sales conversation and you know, you go through and I usually ask people to have, uh, I usually ask people to ask me like what the price is. Like I'll go through and I'll say, Hey, you know, so here it is. Da, da, da. And I go, and it's just, it's only $10,000, you know, or go, do you have any questions? And go, What's the price? And I say, well, it's only $10,000. And then that's it, you know, but I don't need them to go forward, right? Like they need my help. And so if they don't, you know, if they say, Hey, this isn't a good fit. Perfect. You know, but that's the thing as I love that moment where, I mean, I've literally sat. So here's the thing. When someone says, what's the price? And you go, it's only $10,000. You don't say another word after that. Don't say <laughs> another word. And I've literally sat on the phone for like eight minutes before. Like I'm sitting here and, and you ever heard the term button your lip? That's literally what I do is I literally take my fingers and I like squeeze my lips together. So I don't talk. And the first, next person that talks usually loses, right? So he who first um, he he who speaks first loses. Yeah, that was, uh, that was an old yeah. adage I got taught when I first got into sales. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> but that's the point. We love sales. Look, anybody can do a sales presentation up until the point where you ask for the sale. 
right? Hey, tell me about your program. Cool. Anybody can go through and they're comfortable doing it. But then when it comes down to ask for the sale, that's usually why people hire me for the sales training is because they don't know how to transition into, and I have a really kick-ass, um, I'll even teach it to you right here. I call it my Torah steps. So it's T-O-R-R-A, it's Torah, this transition. So you go from that presentation and you transition. It's like a transition, you know, and that's like right there. I was just saying like the transition is like, hey, so do you have any questions? Or, um, hey, if I could help you, you know, do that, would you be interested in learning more? You know, something like that where it's a yes or no question, right? And so they say, hey, well, this is the next step. So transition to your offer. So like, well, what is it? So here's the offer. The offer is this, right? So I'm going to, you know, coach you. It's a you know, one month program or whatever. You know, I have a three day event, I have a VIP day. Um, so this is the offer. And then you say, <laughs> recommendation and reason why those are the two R's. So, Hey, I recommend that you take this offer, right? So if I have a, a 25,000 and a $10,000 offer, I might say, Hey, I recommend that you take the $25,000 offer because you know, you've got done telling me that, you know, you need the personal attention, the one-on-one, -on -one, whatever. Um, so the reason why is because, so, um, and then you, the A is ask for the sale. So transition to the offer, have a recommendation and a reason why, and then you ask for the sale. So that's why we love sales, right? We get into sales because like anybody can do the presentation, but it gets to that point where somebody's like, Hey, do you want to invest into this? Yes or no. And then they're like, well, I don't know. And that's why we, that's, that's the point where like, you know, why we're hired for sales. Like that's where our job starts is when we have to start coming up and overcoming that objection. But that's the fun part of sales. And a lot of people are like, oh, I don't like that part of it. But man, when you have somebody that's on the fence and they're like, I don't know if I want to do this and it's just quiet. And then they go, all right, let's do it. Or like I had to uh, upgraded a guy, like I downsold him into like the non-coaching, like, you know, just the, the course only. And I was like, man, you totally need, you know, I know what's going to happen. You're going to go through this course. You're not going to do the work. You need the coaching. Right. And that's what you're paying for. So yeah, it's going to cost you, you know, the $7,500 you know, versus two grand. So let's do it. Right. Like you need this. And then, you know, Oh man, I don't know. And then they're like, you know what? You're right. Or, or like this guy, he actually hung up. He's like, yeah, I don't know. Then he like sent me a message back uh, email. He's like, Hey, I've been thinking about it. You're right. I totally do it. Let's do it. Right. I'm going to do the upgrade. So sometimes it doesn't happen on the, on the call and they have kind of have to think about it. But that's the other thing too. It's like, you got to learn to like, like when do you fight the battle? Like when you challenge them, like when do you, you know, like this is the hard sell, right? Like, Oh, come on. I'm not going to let you off the phone unless you invest. Sometimes you just got to be like, you know what? Go right. Like, go ahead. Think about it, whatever. And sometimes they come back. You know, I sell a lot of, I sell a lot of things like that. Like I'm not, literally pressuring them on the phone to go forward. Sometimes I just leave the decision on, onto them. Like if, if they go forward, cool. If they don't, that's cool too. That's kind of the attitude that I really have in these conversations. It's like, look, either way is fine. Just, you know, give me a decision. If you don't, if you don't say yes on the call, that's okay. You know, I'm okay with maybe, right? Like if they don't say yes on the call, then in my mind I say it's a no. But if they say, Hey, you know, I got to think about it, whatever. I'm like, Sometimes I challenge them. Sometimes I get them. I've, I've even told some guys like, look, you got to talk to your wife. Who wears the pants in the family? But that's, you know, in a case by case basis. I'm not going to say that on every freaking call, right? Sometimes I just be like, all right, man, just go. And then they'd send you a message back. Sometimes you never hear back from them.
but that's the point we love about sales, right? That's the point yeah. where we're like, I, that's what I love, you know, and it, and it feels like, and this is the thing about selling something that you believe in. That's the point where you can say to yourself, you know, actually, uh, I've not just sold them. Yeah. Something. I know that's going to help them. And, that, and that's kind of huge. And um, I'm pressing yeah. before we kind of wrap up for the day, because this has been so fun for me on the, yeah. I've loved, especially those tips right there, that Torah offer. If, if you guys didn't pick up on that, rewind and listen back to that again, because that will literally change the game for you if you just follow that outline. Um, one of the last things that I wanted to yeah. ask really, Preston is, is kind of, um, and I'm not sure if you'll be able to answer this or, or maybe you'll have something that stands out straight away, but what's a tip that not many people are, are really aware of that can make a huge difference in sales? Well, I mean, that's literally why I created my whole perfect strategy sessions process. There's a lot, there's a lot of things. So like the energetics, like psychology, you know, of sales. So for instance, um, in the beginning of the call, like this is one of the, um, the biggest things like a lot of people don't do, but if you set the call up, there's a thing called frame control. And in the beginning of the call, so I usually will start off with just some chit chat like, Hey Jamie. So, you know, um, I see you're here. Um, great. How's the weather? You know, anything from sales. Oh, I'm in Boca Raton, Florida. And something, Oh, I went to Florida. Da, da, da. Cool. So, and then you go right into this frame control, <laughs> establishing yourself as a frame, um, like a picture frame, right? So if you have three pictures, each picture is going to be in its own frame and each picture can have its own story. Um, so basically I'll just go into, to it and I'll be like, so, Hey, Jamie, so what I'd like to do is just find out a little bit more about you, where you're at right now, where you want to be in the future and what's getting in your way. And if there's a fit at the end of the call, I'll tell you about, you know, the option or the program that we've got available for you. And if there's not, you know, a fit, if it's not a fit, I'm not going to, um, you know, pressure you or anything. It's perfectly okay to say no, we can remain friends. And if you do decide that you do want to go forward, then we can talk about how to get you enrolled at the end of the call. How does that sound? And as soon as that person says, sounds okay, they agree with you, they answer your question, they're giving you subconscious frame control. Now you are actually in control of the conversation. So what have you already done? It's kind of like a webinar. You've already set the agenda. Hey, what I'd like to do is this, find out where you are now, where you want to be in the future and what's getting in your way. So what do you think the next thing is that I'm going to do? Hey, Jamie, great. So you just gave me permission to ask you all these questions, right? So now I'm going to find out where you are now. So, Hey, Jamie, catch me up with everything to now. Why did we, why are we on this call right now? Right. What's going on where you decided that you wanted to, you know, see our ad, it made you respond. You went through the webinar, you filled out the form and now we're talking on the phone. Like what's going on with you now? And they're going to tell you, remember, it's all facts, right? This is what's been happening. This is how this is going. This is what, you know, my, I, I'm not getting any sales. I'm not getting any leads. Like my business is, you know, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm crazy and blah, blah, blah. Right. And then <laughs> you say, great. And then this is the hardest part. You want to know bit one biggest thing. Don't coach on these calls. Don't be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. So I understand where you're at. I've been there before. Here's what you got to do. Right. That's what they pay for. So you say, all you say is, Thanks. I got it. Thanks for sharing that with me. I got it. Thanks, Jamie. I appreciate that. Cool. Or ask questions. Hey, tell me a little bit more about that. Right. So I mean, there's a whole thing. I'm just giving the fast process of, it. but then where do you want to be in the future? 
hey, uh, so awesome. I got where you're at now. So if we're having this conversation in 12 months, tell me what that looks like. And so I'm using visual words. Hey, imagine 12 months in the future. What does that look like? Can you paint that picture for me? Right? It's all creative stuff. So <clears throat> tell me what that looks like. And then I always want to ask this question. So how much money do you want to be making in 12 months? And this way we can start asking about money without we're subtly asking about money without directly asking about money. So, Hey, uh, how much money you want to make in the future? Most people will say, Oh, I want to do six figures. And then I'll always catch them and I'll say like, okay, great. Six figures a month is a good goal to have. And then they'll go, Oh, I wasn't thinking six figures a month. I was thinking six figures a year. <laughs> and I go, well, there's your first problem. I was like, you don't believe in yourself. I was like, do you think there's anybody else that's had, that's done six figures in your business? And they'll say, yeah. And I go, see, there's your first problem. You, know, you got to believe in yourself. So we start doing stuff like that, right? So we start trusting, start trusting us. We're talking to them. Um, and then we go, well, why aren't you there yet? What's getting in your way? And then you repeat back. Okay, got it. Here's where you're at. Here's where you want to be in the future. This is what's getting in your way. Am I missing anything? And they're going to go, no, you've listened to me. This shows that you listen. And then I actually put in a couple of different steps right after this. So this is, um, you know, like... I say, well, cool. If you think that, you know, if you continue to do things on your own, are you going to get different results? I say, no. I say, I agree with you. Now, if you had somebody like me or somebody like Jamie, you know, like um, that could help you walk you through all this stuff. Do you believe it's possible that you can get the help? Now, if you noticed, I did the same thing again. See, these are very subtle things. You want to know the biggest thing? It's psychology of sales. So what I just did with you guys right there is I already told you what I'm doing, but I did it again. So I said, um, do you think, right? I said, okay, so if you, if you continue to do things on your own, do you think that you're going to get the results? That's logic. But then I said, hey, so if you had somebody like me or somebody like Jamie helping you out, do you believe it's possible? That's creation. So see, I'm still using, so what I'm doing is I'm, I'm mentally moving people in their mind. I'm taking them from where they are now to where they want to be. <clears throat> and just using those subtle words. Do you think it's possible? Or do you think, do you think? You believe it's possible. Just those two subtle little words shift the whole context of everything. But we're the ones in control. So we're the ones that know all this stuff, right? This is frame wow. control. Yeah, so you're that's powerful. Putting all this in frame. And then they go, great, this is awesome. I love it. Like, let's do it. And I go, wait, remember the pushback. Hold on, hold on. This isn't for everybody. I'm looking for people like my next success story, right? And the next success story is someone that's an action taker, ready to do this now and ready for that transformation. So is that you? And they're going to say, yeah. And then I, then I go, I agree with you. I, and I repeat back, I agree with you. So I'm agreeing with them. And then I say, I think you are an action taker. I think you are ready. You know, you're tired of the, the things that the results you've been getting. And I think that you are ready for a change right now. And so I'd like to offer you the opportunity to enroll. And so what I've done right there is I've taken people from a really low point, which most people sell them at, at the low point, but I've been inspired them. Hey, do you think that if you do this on your own, you're going to get the results? No. But if you had somebody helping you, do you think you can do that? Cool. Now check this out. I usually ask this question. Hey, so let me ask you this, Jamie. What would it mean to you if you could reach that goal, like the six figures a month, right? Let's say six figures. What would it mean to you if you could reach that goal in 12 months? They're going to say, man, that'd be, that'd be pretty awesome. And I go, what would it mean to you if you could reach that 12 months goal in six months or three months or even sooner? Like a lot of my clients do. 
Now they go, oh my God, that would be amazing. So what I'm doing here now is I'm taking them from this low spot of, oh yeah, you know, this is where my life's at. And then I go, hey, if you had somebody to help you, what would that be like? Oh man, that'd be awesome, right? So now they're elevated up. And if you had the help, you can get the, to this level. Man, that would be amazing. If I could reach that 12 month goal in six or three months or sooner, oh my God. So now they're way up here, right? Now their energy is up. Now we can go in and we can talk to them about sales. So then that's when I, you know, go in and, hey, you know, um, do you have any questions? What is it? <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> okay, great. So, and then here's the last thing I want to tell you about this. You got to do it quickly. So when you give your presentation, you don't want to go through and spend an hour stacking everything, like just quickly. Hey man, you're going to learn this, 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 and this. There's a lot of stuff. I don't want to overwhelm you. And the reason why is because here's the formula. You've heard this before. People buy emotionally and they justify with logic. And that's an actual formula. So that whole presentation that we just did was all emotional. Now the logic is just a little quick snapshot of it. So all I want to do is at the very end, I'd be like, okay, here's the program. You know, it's an eight week program. It's a three day event. It's a VIP day. Here's what we're going to cover. We're going to cover this, 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 and this, right? I'm going to show you how to do your webinar. I'm going to show you how to do your sales process. We're going to show you how to do, you know, Facebook ads. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff you're going to get, bonuses and stuff, but I don't want to overwhelm you with it. Cool? Any other questions? What's the price? Cool. Price is only $10,000. Silence. <laughs> Silence is golden. <laughs> and you can actually feel that tension, you know, when that silence comes up. And then that's it. That's your conversation. And then when somebody, you know, you know, they start coming up with those objections, you do those, you know, hey, well, here's the offer. I recommend, you know, you do this, right? This is why. You just got done telling me you don't want all this stuff. We can help you with it. So are you in? Are you ready to do this? And so here's the other thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you with this one last, last bit. Instead of asking people to invest in the money, remember what I said earlier? Hey, this is who my best success story looks like. It's this person, an action taker, someone's tired of the result at the beginning, and someone that is ready for a transformation now. So I can go through that whole thing, and I can come back, and I can just say, hey, Jamie, I got one last question for you. Are you ready to become my next success story? And that's it. I'm only selling them on the success story. I'm not selling them on the, I'm selling them on the program. I'm not asking them to invest into anything else other than are they ready to become my next success story? And it's a much and, easier and yes or no that, question. They're then visualizing themselves as that success, right? Yeah. And when they say yes, you say great. Let's get you, let's get you enrolled. How'd you like to uh, you know, take care of the payment credit card? What's your credit card number? Cool. That, that is yeah. so awesome. That last five to 10 minutes there is absolute gold. Cause that is just the process yeah. down, right? That's it. That's the pitch, you know, or the, not the pitch, but really the, I guess the pitch and the presentation, but the presentation, the pitch and then the profit. Cause that's it. Like that whole thing is your presentation. Right. And really your whole presentation really starts from like the beginning of like your ads, like everything comes through like, Hey, you know, um, learn these three steps, right? Come to this webinar and you fill out this thing. You want to learn how to do this. Right. So everything kind of goes through that, you know, and then you just come to that accumulation and it's like, Hey, this is what we've got. You know, are you ready to become like, we have all these other success stories, you know, here's Paul, here's Mary, here's John. 
and you know doing this are you ready are you ready to, to be like them that's so there's a lot of cool subtleties. Yeah, there's a lot of psycho psychological things going on in there. Uh, we have a conversation consciously, but at the same time, I'm doing a lot of things in here subconsciously. And that's really where the decisions are made. So it's not really, you know, we're not manipulating people to do something that they uh, would not normally do. Um, we're, just, we're just really getting down to the essence of where they are. We're just kind of cutting through all the bullshit, having a conversation, and people appreciate that. And here's the cool thing. Whether they say yes or no at the end of the conversation, you can feel confident that you did an awesome job, that you, you stuck through that script, that you did everything you know, um, on point, and um, you don't have anything you know, to feel like you're feeling sleazy about asking for sale you know, or money. Uh, you don't have to feel bad about anything. And you know, when somebody says yes, it's awesome. But when somebody says no, like you can still go to bed at night and go, you know what? I didn't pressure anybody to do anything. I didn't, you know, to do anything out of their, um, like you, you, you want to, you know, pressure people to just kind of step up, but challenge them, not pressure them. Right. Um, and you want them to invest. Right. And that's a whole different thing when someone's like, yeah, I'm ready to do this. And here's the other thing. When you, when you follow this whole process like this, like I said, the guy sends me a message. He's like thanking me for selling him. Thank you for not being pressured or manipulating me or doing anything sleazy, right? You can go to sleep at night knowing that you had a great conversation with somebody, you helped somebody. And when somebody invests, now you're not selling them, they're buying. They're happy to spend that money. And guess what? I, I never get returns. Like, like people, they're not, they're not going to go through and go, oh, yeah, I feel like Preston just sold me on this. No way. Like they're investing in themselves at the end of this conversation. And whether they say yes or no, I'm, I'm going to bed and I'm sleeping very well at night. And that's what it's all about, right? It's helping people ethically. I love that so much. Yeah. Serving people at a higher level. Like you want to serve your dream clients. Like you gotta, you know, you gotta step your game up as well, you know? And that's what I do is I show people how to, you know, play at that higher level. And, um, it's not hard, you know? It's just yeah, common know. sense, but really. That's all it takes. And, just uh, be a and good a person. Guidance and a structure. <laughs> yeah, be a good person. I like that a lot. So Preston, before we, <laughs> before we wrap up for the end of this episode, um, I wanted to just quick fire ask you four questions that we ask all of our guests. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> cool. All right. So first of all, what's your favorite business book? Oh, my God. My favorite business book. <laughs> I mean, there are so many, like I'm reading a ton right now. Um, I mean, I'll have to go with Think and Grow Rich just because it's a foundational one. I mean, the second chapter in there has my manifestation steps. I was actually going back through the Think and Grow Rich chapter two, and I was like, oh my God, Napoleon Hill stole my manifestation steps. <laughs> <laughs> what did he Andy do? Napoleon Hill. He went into the future, <laughs> stole the idea, and then put it in his book from the past. <laughs> I know, I know, right? So, um, but yeah, I mean, like, I utilize so much from from that book, um, you know. But there's also some things too that I read that aren't like books. Like, uh, there's this lady, Snaya Roman. It's called uh, Creating Money. Um, that's a book. There's all this stuff in there that you can apply, like law of attraction stuff, like Abraham Hicks. Oh my God. Like she has so much stuff. You want to learn how to overcome objections? Go listen to Abraham Hicks on like money stuff, like gold, like just 
tons of stuff out there like you can utilize and that's the best thing too you can find stuff like that like um abraham hicks stuff uh that's not business related oh my god like i use so yeah. especially when you have like the, the audience like that like the woo woo like empowerment audience like man yeah i've sold a lot of just using that language i sold a lot of stuff like yeah, I love that stuff. The oldies are the goodies, right? Um, okay, cool. So yeah. next question, are there any entrepreneurs you're following or studying right now? There's a lot of them that I follow for different things. I mean, I guess it depends on what, I mean, right now, I mean, I've followed a lot of different people. Like there's a guy, Sohail Khan, like he does joint venture stuff. You know, his stuff's always good. And I was thinking about maybe doing an event, going to He's got an event coming up. So um, I love that. That's kind of what I do, right? Joint venture, right? Like I partner with somebody to sell their stuff. So joint venture stuff, it's kind of like what I do. I'm a middleman. You know, I sell your stuff and I take a percentage of it. So it's kind of a joint venture. So Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I love that's that. That's cool. Yeah. That's kind of how okay. I look at it is what I do. Yeah, I like that. That's, that's really smart. Okay, third question. Favorite online tool to grow your company? Facebook ads, I would, I would, I don't know if it's a tool, but I mean, like, yeah, you know, I mean, Facebook, Facebook ads is definitely, definitely more, yeah, I mean, I would say like, so, like the organic social media stuff. So like there's Facebook paid ads, but I mean, I love, and I haven't been doing it lately, but just doing posts and doing things like this, the podcasts, like these are right. Like, so once this is uh, done and live, it's going to be able to so people be downloading this in the future. So I think stuff like this, like it's organic. Um, I think that's the, my next kind of real big focus uh, is just focusing on organic LinkedIn, Facebook, maybe, um, YouTube, you know, Instagram, that kind of stuff. Um, mm -hmm. doing more podcasts, uh, just getting the message out socially. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think that's really powerful. Um, okay. And here's the last question for you. If you could take yourself back time travel and whisper in the ear of the 20 year old self, what would you tell yourself? The biggest thing that I've kind of learned lately, and it's very, very hard for people to grasp this concept. I would have liked to have learned this a little bit sooner is let go, just let go. Like, you know, like I said it earlier, like we wake up and we have the need for a client. We have the need for money, but it's weird. Like when we focus our conscious energy on those things, we're actually blocking it. And I didn't realize that like when I'm like, oh, I need to, I mean, I've wasted trips. I've wasted time with people because I've been focusing on, oh, I've got to get a sale. I've got to go do this. But you know what? It's been times when I'm like, man, should I sit down and make these phone calls? Or you know what? The waves are coming in. I've actually canceled appointments to go surfing. And in those moments that I've done that, I've gotten sales. And I was like, my God, like, so I actually have a thing that I teach people. I call it lounging for success. And if you really want to know one of the biggest things to do is if you are focused and you're concentrating, you need to get something done. I know it sounds counterproductive. Go spend 30 minutes sitting by the pool. Do not think about your business. I would tell myself to just enjoy your time. Like don't stress about the money. Don't stress about, you know, like things happen at the times that they happen. Um, but you really need to have more joy in your, in your life, you know, have more fun and, you know, but also, you know, don't neglect, you know, you do have to pay your bills and things like that. So, you know, don't just check out, um, but have moderation in your life. But, you know, that was the biggest things is let go and 
just lounge, you know, let your brain just lounge. <laughs> I love that. that. That's a really good piece of advice. And you know what? I should take some of that advice because, you know, we've been here in Bali for the last couple of weeks and we've been enjoying it, but I've been so focused on business. I haven't even taken a second to really look around and enjoy it. So as you're- All right. So here's like, a cool thing. I'm going to leave looking, you with this. Wake, I'm looking at the pool right up. now and I'm like, I'm going to go and get on that lounger, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So wake up in the morning, do some meditation, right? Like you can go to YouTube and download like, 20 minute meditation stuff like you can do guided meditation but let go like let your brain just totally like connect with yourself and then like later in the day do that go look at the pool like i usually go out and have lunch by the pool or i'll do calls like this by the pool it's it's pouring outside right now so i'm not but um but that's the thing is and then don't worry about your business all the time just let it go man and like you, i swear to god like you're, you're trying to figure something out when you do something else, you get that thing out of nowhere. You're like, oh my God, this is the perfect idea. Like it'll come to you so much faster. I love that. I love that. That's so powerful. And Preston, this has been an amazing interview. I've had so much fun having you on the show. I really vibe and connect with a lot of things you're talking about, can really relate a lot. And I'm sure there's going to be people in, in the show who are listening to this as well who feel exactly the same way. Now, if somebody wants to find out more information about you, Preston, connect with you, maybe find out about one of your programs, What's the best place for them to go to to do that? Well, you could go to my website, Preston, R-A-H-N, it's P-R-E-S-T-O-N, R-A-H-N dot com. Um, always, you know, social media. So LinkedIn uh, is a great place to connect with me as well. Um, Facebook, LinkedIn, or my website. So one of those places. Uh, and uh, just, you know, reach out to me if you have any questions on, on anything that uh, you heard today. No, I love that so much. And Preston, it's been really insightful. Um, you've really dropped a ton of value. I, I'm super appreciative because I learned a lot. So I can only imagine how much my audience has, has learned as well. So I'm super appreciative. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Man. I'll tell you one last thing real quick. Yeah, if you go to my website too, there's a free video. So if anybody wants to download the free video, uh, there's a you know free training uh, on pretty much stuff we talked about today. So amazing I hope so you guys, guys enjoy that and uh, had an awesome time with you today Jim. it was awesome yeah no it's been a lot of fun so guys make sure you head there prestonron.com p-r-e-s-t-o-n-r-a-h-n.com and make sure you go download that free video because it's going to be so valuable and i know you guys are going to get a lot out of it preston thanks for being on the show man and hopefully we'll have you on again in the future thanks jamie i appreciate it looking forward to it Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.